Sophia. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to this episode of Redefining Pink, a podcast where we work to combat gender underrepresentation in STEM. This episode is about Veronica Tang, founder of All Girls STEM Society and privacy engineer at Google. Hi. Veronica graduated from Harvard with a degree in computer science and English. She conducted cryptography research at the Max Planck Institute of Security and Privacy and is currently working as a privacy engineer at Google. Fun fact, she's also a published creative writer. Okay, let's get started with some fun, fast facts. What's your favorite color? Lilac, like my dad, actually. Pretty. We've gotten a lot of pink and purple. Best choices. (laughs) Do you have a favorite woman leader or woman in STEM? Historically, I've always been a major fan of Ada Lovelace, but I also studied with Cynthia Dork in college, and she is a force to be reckoned with. In which she is so intelligent and so kind, and is unintentionally terrifying without meaning to be. <laughs> um, what's your favorite subject in STEM? Well, so I guess I've kind of made a career out of computer science, but more specifically theoretical computer science, because I can't be bothered to write code anymore, apparently. Um, And um, I guess within that umbrella, I quite like differential privacy, where it's, it's really neat. And I think it's it's a way forward for privacy technology. And the math is very fun. But yeah, I like math. I like applied math is essentially what I'm saying, I suppose. And what's a subject in STEM you want to learn more about? Um, embarrassingly, probably machine learning, because uh, I work on Google's AI privacy team, and yet I think about machine learning models as statistical pachinko machines, because that has worked well enough up until now. But I should probably, probably start learning a little bit more to get more in-depth with what I do, and yeah, it would be good for my career at this point. Okay, let's get started with our expertise in STEM segment. What made you want to pursue computer science and particularly privacy engineering, and what's your favorite part about it? Um, so, well, I started computer science in high school, and I started, I learned to code in ninth grade. I was like 13, and um, I remember I did a project for the San Diego International Fringe Festival, and I developed part of their software system for their box office. And I remember thinking that it was so cool that like, you know, it was just this random thing I learned to do at school. It was computer science, it was just writing code, but I could, I could actually have concrete positive impact on the world around me and do things that I wanted to do with it. It was, to me, at 13 years old, the coolest superpower ever. Um, But then I also hit a point in college where I had this major existential crisis. I did my first software engineering internship and I was thinking like, wow, I cannot do this for the rest of my life. I cannot be here solving problems I do not care that much about arbitrarily and fixing other people's git commit conflicts like all the time. This is not something I want to do. And so I told myself that I would only remain in technology if I were to pursue some kind of ethical development of technology. So I do a lot of like privacy and algorithmic fairness. And um, I care a lot about the social and technological um, overlap. And that's where I've made my career and what I do now. And what projects do you work on as a privacy engineer? Okay, so it, it differs from place to place because I think privacy engineering is still a very new profession and is still developing. 
But for me, at least, I am a privacy engineer at Google and I work on the AI privacy team, but I also do a lot of work with fairness and children's data and minors data um, and differential privacy and anonymization. But so for me, typically, like what my team does is that they have embedded privacy working groups in a lot of the individual product areas at Google. And when they see particularly strange or weird or concerning applications of machine learning or artificial intelligence, we get flagged as subject matter experts. So we work on these horizontal consults quite a bit where we just get pulled in to put out fires and to figure out whether someone can do this or not, or to find technical mitigations like um, DPSG, differentially private stochastic gradient descent. Very cool, lots of math, but yeah, so it's, it's a really interesting mix of you get to see a lot of different things all at once and um, we write policy and guidelines and work with researchers. So it, it's, it's a really cool job of like you get to work on the applied stuff, you get to talk to people at the cutting edge of the thing, forefront of this, and you try to apply it and make it all work together. Yeah, and I guess you kind of sort of answered this already, but what do you enjoy most about your job? Um, I quite enjoy just, I guess it's like some days it's, you come home and you're really defeated. Like, wow, I gave advice that no one was happy to hear today, but other days you can come home and think like, okay, I did a good job. Like, um, I think, okay. So I remember working on a launch for miners data and then watching it go out into the world. And everyone was saying like, wow, we did a really good job with this. And the way we did this was very responsible and like very educational. And I was just like, okay, I did that. And so it's really cool to like actually see the launches I've reviewed or assisted with going out into the world and being like, okay, I was able to make that better. And I can see concretely what I did to make it more privacy preserving and to yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. So those are the days when I quite like my job. I don't know. Love-hate like, relationship, as with all jobs, I think. <laughs> like, you, you, you get to have, like, evidence of your work being, yeah. like, impacted. I mean, I think that's, 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 like, privacy engineering is very much a labor of love. Um, I think at the, cur- it's, at the current point in time, you spend a lot of time telling people to do things that they might not be super happy to do. Um, so, so it is, it can be quite tiring, but it is a labor of love when push comes to shove. Like that's why we do it. So yeah, being able to see the concrete change that comes about through our efforts is very satisfying. And like when you write a new set of guidelines or when a product you've worked on goes out into the world, or when you're working with researchers to come up with a new framework, like that's the stuff I live for. That's really cool. Okay, now we're going to go into our Women in STEM segment. So, Veronica, what inspired you to found AGSS? And why do you think the work that we do is particularly important? Okay, so it's kind of a funny story where AGSS was meant to be a one-off all-girls math tournament. So, <laughs> we, we hosted it, I think, when I was in ninth grade at a library. We just we, we, we got the problems together, hosted a tournament, did t-shirts, the whole thing. It was fun. And I remember there was... There's a little girl, um, 
Liana, if you're out there, I think her name is Liana. Liana, hi, if you're listening to this, hi. But, um, so she was dragged in kicking and screaming by her mother at the beginning of the tournament, the, the, the first thing of the day. She's not happy to be there. She's like, I hate timed exams. I don't want to be here. I hate this. I hate this. And then, like, throughout the day, she seemed to be, like, vibing, getting, getting, like, getting through it, enjoying herself. Like, I remember seeing her running across the Carmel Valley courtyard, like, <laughs> courtyard, like, with her face smeared in chocolate chip cookie and crumbs, like, during the break. And afterwards, she came up to me, and just, I remember her looking up at me and saying, like, when's the next one? And I was like, oh, <laughs> good question. I don't know yet, but I promise there will be more. And so that that's how AGSS started. Like, it, it was originally just a one-off math tournament, because I did cop math. Right, and the, the, the classic joke in competition math is that the line for the boys' bathroom is terrible and the line for the girls' bathroom is non-existent, so we can go to the bathroom super fast. Which is, like, convenient and great in some ways, but also not great in a lot of others. And so, like, that was the initial motivation, was just, like, save space, do math, have fun, and then it snowballed and turned into so much more, and it was so great. And... I do think the work that we do is really important because, like, I don't know, over the years, just seeing, seeing like, like, Casey, the last president, I remember when she was in fourth grade, and I was teaching her in a library, and I remember, like, a lot of our current, I remember seeing staff members who I taught in the past, like, now becoming volunteers for the high school team, I remember getting emails from girls saying, like, hey, I started a math club at my middle school, and it was because of all of you, oh. or whatever, right, like, that's, like it's it's not about something that I like to say about workshop design is that it's we're not the goal is not to make like geniuses in our subject walking out of our class like if it can be the next Cynthia Dork after one of our workshops like fantastic not the goal though the goal is just to give them a community and an interest in the subject so that if they have something to motivate them and to come back to as they keep going through their lives and pursuing whatever it is that they love and. Yeah. yeah, like a community. And on that note, our next question is, have you discovered a community at Google that supports you as a woman in STEM? I mean, there are a lot of like official like setup communities for like women in STEM and whatever. But personally, um, my team and the AI privacy team at Google surprisingly has a lot of women on it. Like, I think all of our full-time employees at one point this year were all female. Completely 100% female. Yeah. And it was, it's, and they're, they're wonderful. And so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to just be able to work with like the coolest girl squad ever, every day. Um, yeah. So my coworkers are fantastic. They're so smart and so intelligent and we all have our own specialties and it's, it's a real joy to work with them. Aww. And many people talk about the challenges of pursuing STEM careers as a woman, but what are some positives you found? I mean, beyond like the general positives of being in STEM in general, general where you feel like you have in a like STEM is, I think, rather cheesily coined as like the field of the future, where like, but it's like in some sense you get to work on. The cutting edge of innovation and to see your stuff go out into the world and be used by everyone so beyond that being specifically female in stem field i 
I, I personally derive a great deal of joy from like, okay, the, the German term is schadenfreude, where you experience a great deal of pleasure from someone else's misfortune. I absolutely, like throughout college, this is something I adored, which was going to office hours and stomping all over, like they have the, the, the they call them CS bros. Like the really like, the, the group of boys who like, think a little too much of themselves and gang up together and just they're 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 always a huge presence in these office hours and I love going and I derive a great deal of a great deal of joy from this and just like proving people wrong like yeah. people might not expect much out of the small Asian girl in the corner with an oversized sweater and flapping her sleeves around but it's like yeah I can write this proof better than you I can <laughs> That's always entertaining. Okay, let's get started with our advice section. So if you were to tell your younger self or a younger girl out there who is interested in STEM a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Just take a step and give it a try. Because you never know what will happen unless you try. Don't let anyone intimidate you out of it. You know the scene from... This is... When I tell my friends, you know that scene from uh, Crazy Rich Asians where they're talking about bok bok chicken? Oh, yeah. It is a game of chicken where, like, some dudes out there don't know what they're talking about and are pulling it out of their behind and they sound perfectly educated and, like, you can do that too. You can get away with it and just, just give it a try. Like, with privacy engineering, for example, like, a lot of what we end up doing is just asking a heck ton of questions. When someone first comes to us with a product, we have to get an understanding of what we're working with. And so it's literally just throwing spaghetti at a wall to see what sticks. And um, I, I throw a lot of spaghetti in my day-to-day life, always have, and that's what got me through call. It's what got me through job interviews is just keep throwing spaghetti at the wall until the interviewer seems to think that you've done something correct. Like, you, you, you genuinely do not know until you try. And I think you might very well surprise yourself with what you can do if you surprise others. All the more satisfying and entertaining. <laughs> but, like, yeah, just give it a try. Don't be afraid. It's a big game of chicken. Don't let anyone scare you out of it. Yes. I like the chicken analogy. Okay, I think it's about time to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much, Veronica, for giving your powerful insight and being inspiration to all of us. Cheers. Peace. Yay. If you guys have any questions about being a woman in STEM or anything at all, please email allgirlsinsociety at email.com. That's A-L-L-G-I-R-L-S-S-T-E-M-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow All Girls Sub Society on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening to Redefining Pink, everyone, and see you on our next episode. Bye! Bye! Bye.